really sure how this happened. But over a short period of time, my little boys became men, and their father became an old man. I'm not really sure how things happen like this so fast. But the thing that I really stands out to me is uh, I'm so glad that I have I have lived my life in the house of God. Amen. I, I'm thankful for all of the things that could have happened. I'm so thankful for all the things that didn't happen. Amen. I was talking to a man today and he was talking about someone we both know and the guy is in his 50s and it's like he just lost his mind, he's lost his family, he's in the process of losing his business, it appears he's losing his teeth somehow or another got addicted to some drugs, he's in his 50s and his whole life is just falling apart and I just, I'm just so thankful amen that I woke up this morning clothed and in my right mind and I want to live for God because uh, there's a lot of things that look like something but in time they look a lot different than they do at the beginning and I'm so thankful for God's blessings in my life Amen Amen, amen I want to share with you Brother Nate, you got it ready? An old pastor that I've known for years through just various connections and uh, he's probably late 60s and he posted a album that his father had and I'm guessing it's from the 50s and this was the title of the album this first song and uh, I'm just going to play it to you and if you can just see if you can strain and listen to the words of this song. Acres of diamonds 
song was that <laughs> well I, well I probably wait hallelujah <laughs> I'm good at making that word so I probably could to do it hallelujah amen can you see it though a mountain a mountain of gold and acres of diamonds rivers of silver you know, we live in a world that desires things they don't have. Have you noticed that? Especially in the Western world and the, the spirit of America, uh, we are, as a people, beset by the spirit of materialism. And as the scripture says, the eye is never satisfied my text tonight is first Timothy chapter 6 beginning with verse 6 it reads but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into this world and is certain we can carry nothing out and having food and raiment let us be therewith content but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through, many sorrows but thou but thou but thou O man of God flee these things and follow after righteousness and godliness and faith love patience meekness fight the good fight of faith lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. For the next few moments, I'm just going to share with you what the Lord laid on my heart. I listened to this song about a week ago, and it has been in my heart 
just how important it is for us to be thankful for where we are and what we have in this time. I was talking to my friend Kevin Shindall, and he said, I'm going to write a book. And he's, the title of his book is How to Change Everything by Changing Nothing. It's a book about being grateful. And I thought that's a, a powerful thing. Uh, when he gets, gets the book out, y'all make sure you buy it because it's going to be more than the title, I'm sure. So I was telling Brother Shindall about this song, and uh, uh, I found it just to be the words just to be a, a beautiful picture of, of just the contrast of what we have. What we have in Jesus Christ is more valuable if it were possible to have acres of diamonds. And he said, so have you ever heard the, the speech called Acres of Diamonds? I'm like, no, I haven't. And so he sent me this, and this there's a speech a man gave uh in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And it was a speech uh, called Acres of Diamonds. And he, in this speech, he tells the story about a, a, a man a, that had went over to the Middle East and, and his guide uh, would tell them stories. And the man got to where he was impatient with the guide because as soon as you give him any attention, he would begin to tell a story. And finally, he got so frustrated with the guide because he just wouldn't be quiet that he began to ignore him. And he said the guide, uh, at the end of the trip, he took his hat off and, and whipped it in the air. And he said, I have one final story. And the man looked and said, well, here is the last story. So the man began to tell him a story about a man who uh, had a, 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 a priest, I don't remember the exact designation, came and visited this man. This man was a wealthy man with much land and cattle and and, and up till that point, he was a very satisfied with his accomplishments in life. And the priest began to tell him about th these people finding uh, diamonds and diamond mines and how wealthy, just, just worlds of wealth and how uh, uh, just amazing wealth that after he told this man this, he said, where can I find one of these mines, these diamond mines? And the man said, well, you they find them where uh, at certain places and there's areas. And, and so this farmer was so discontented with his possessions, wanting more than he had, he sold the land and he searched the world over until finally he arrives in England pen, penniless and poor and the priest uh, makes around and he shows back up to this man's land and talks to the person who was uh, the owner and he asks about the man and said no he never returned and uh, things he, he's fallen on hard times and 
And the priest notices this, this stone that's on the mantle. And he said, what is that? He said, oh, my daughter found that down in the stream. And it's a black stone of sorts. And the man, the priest says, that's a, that's a diamond. And so they go down to where the, the, the girl had found this stone. And they find that actually the man sold all of his land. And he literally lived. This man being told by this guy this story. He related to the guide a story from California in 1847. A man owned a ranch. He read about the gold that had been discovered in Southern California. And he sold his ranch to a man by the name of Colonel Sutter. And started off to hunt for gold. And Colonel Sutter put a meal on the stream on that farm and one day his little girl brought some wet sand from the raceway of the mill into the house and placed it before the fire to dry. And as the sand was falling through the little girl's fingers, a visitor saw the first shining scales of a real gold that were discovered in California. And the man who wanted the gold had sold his ranch and gone away, never to return or to find gold. And the world is literally full of stories just like this. In fact, this, this speech is quite long. And he tells story after story after story where people sell what they have to go find something else and it, and it turns out they had it all along. You know, discontentment is a curse if it's discontented with the wrong things. You see, Israel were slaves. They, they, they were held captive by Pharaoh. And the Lord, with a mighty hand, delivered them out of the hand of Pharaoh, brought them through the Red Sea, and they found themselves in a wilderness. And through the hand of God, the Lord gave them angels' food in the morning and gave them KFC. They gave, he gave them quail, so, you know, probably tastes like chicken. He gave them bread and meat, all that they could eat, and he gave it every day. They didn't have to thresh the wheat. They didn't have to bake the bread, but they literally gathered these little uh, uh, miraculous wafers. They called it manna, and manna really means, uh, you could say, wow, what is this? And they ate, wow, what is this, every day. And they ate meat till they're filled. But at some point, they become dissatisfied with the, with the provision of God. Amen. Let us beware that we, we, we miss the opportunity to appreciate the little things, that the things that we esteem as little. When in reality, those little things are miraculous things if we'll simply see them through the lens of God's provision. Amen. I, I was meditating on this and, and uh, I, was, I was reminded of this story. 2 Samuel chapter 4, David inquires about the house of Saul. He wanted to show some compassion to the house of Saul because his dear friend Jonathan had died 
and they found a son of Jonathan. And, and, and the Bible says that when the word came that Saul and Jonathan had died in the battle, that the maid in a hurry to escape, she, she dropped the boy, the baby, and he was laying in his feet his whole life. And the Bible tells us that they found this lame young man. His name was Mephibosheth. That name's almost as bad as <laughs> Mephibosheth. What's your name? Can you spell that? <laughs> Mephibosheth, the, the, the lame man. And, and, and if you understand the ways of kings, oftentimes if a new king arose, they would often kill all the sons of the king that had been displaced. And the king that had been displaced, their heirs would lose all they had. But when David found Mephibosheth, he, 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 he reserved for him the servants and the land that his father had uh, it would be a, a, a given to him because of his father's position. And he also went so far to say that every time the sons of the king gather together, I want Mephibosheth to eat with the sons of the kings. And, and David showed this great favor on Mephibosheth. And there came a time uh, during this time where Mephibosheth was kind of over and forgotten and, you know, hoping no one thinks about him to come kill him. That they're the servant of, of Saul, uh, I can remember his name, it's uh, Ziba. Ziba was the servant of Saul who managed the, the, the property uh, of Jonathan. And, and so when the king was displaced, Ziba essentially became, uh, uh, he claimed ownership of that property in that land. And so when the king returned it to Mephibosheth, Ziba was a loser. In fact, he went from being a landowner to being a servant of Mephibosheth. And so it's no wonder that when, when uh, um, David's son that rose up against him, very good, Absalom. It's almost like you had the name on your forehead there. Y'all got to hear the story about that. <laughs> Woo. Don't play that game with and, and, and put the name on your forehead. You'll never guess the name that Brother uh, Brody puts on your head. <laughs> and Noah lost. <laughs> Y'all have to hear the story. It's a great story. But be that as it may, uh, uh, when this... When Absalom arose and, and David, to keep from the kingdom being split, left Jerusalem under the cover of darkness and, and went away with some servants. And, and those that really loved David drew away themselves with David. And when that happened, the servant Ziba of Mephibosheth said, I, I'll go get you something to ride. And when he went, he never came back. And so Mephibosheth was left there with the traitor, the usurper Absalom. And when David came back after Absalom had died 
and there were those meeting the king on his return. Mephibosheth comes out to David, and David said, why did you not go with me? Essentially saying, I thought we were, you were on my side. I left and you stayed here with the rebel. And Mephibosheth said, my, my servant dealt treacherously with me and he left me here. But I have not washed and I'm not changed my clothes waiting for your return. And Ziba, it seems there was a, 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 an expectation from Ziba to get the land back from the the rebel supporting uh, Mephibosheth and, and it comes up and David says I've already said what we're going to do and, and Mephibosheth says let him have it all I'm just happy that the king has come back to Jerusalem <laughs> because I know that I was but a dead man but for your mercy and you know what sometimes there is great, there's great blessing when we can see ourselves at the lowest part and realize that the little things God has done, if I lose, if I lose my lands, if I lose my cattle, if I lose my, my stocks, if I lose everything, I, 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 I would have been but a dead man. But God has given me mercy and God has spared me to this day. And, and I, I'm just glad that I am today clothed and in my right mind. I may not have everything that this world may have to offer. I may not have succeeded in everything I've tried. I, every investment I've made may not have turned me into a millionaire. But today I can look and say I am but, I'm but a dead man if the Lord had not spared me, if the Lord had not kept me, if the Lord had not had mercy on me because I've seen people smarter than me. I've seen people... Uh, 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 more spiritual than me I've seen people more gifted than me I've seen people that have done way more than my, me and they have went from the highest heights and they now dwell in the lowest places and I look at them and I don't look at them in pride but I, I say to myself except for the grace of God there would I be but God who is rich in mercy the God that is rich in grace He has given me everything everything I need. Amen. He may not have given me everything I've asked for, but God, He is my shepherd, and He is my Savior, and He is the, the God of my life. And I trust Him that He's given me what He wanted me to have. Amen. He may give me a raise next week. Hallelujah. Amen. My, my ship may come in. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Amen. The Lord may, 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 may let me find diamonds in my backyard. But if not, I'm so thankful. Mephibosheth had so much to complain about. My grandpa was the king. I would have been king, maybe. And here I am, lame in my feet lost everything my, my people lying about me <laughs> but he he had that attitude to say you know what I'm thankful for where I'm at I prayed it just the other day as I was driving up the road because I do have great faith Amen. I, I have seen and I have been told of how the Lord 
can bring revival and harvest in a moment and churches can double and triple and quadruple and buildings be filled and new new buildings have to be found. I, I, I know of it, I have heard of it, and I truly, deep down in my soul, amen, I truly believe that, that God desires, amen, to do a work here at 3453 Spring Ridge Road. I still believe, I preached this a couple of weeks ago, I believe that God's going to help us reach someone, that, that their whole family and all of their friends, God is going to save them, not just by the ones and twos, but we're going to see uh, rows, pews of people be saved. I believe that. I, I believe it. It's the will of God. I believe the Lord has a plan, and it is not His will that any should perish but that all would come to repentance amen I believe that it is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom in the last day saith God I will pour out my spirit on all flesh amen but you know what I am not going to change my tune regardless of what happens I'm going to praise God where I'm at. Amen. If things stay just like they are, amen, if things get worse, I'm just going to keep praising God because God is my master. God is my keeper. And I would be, I am, I would be a dead man if the Lord had not preserved me. Somebody said amen. Amen. God bless Mephibosheth. What a wonderful thing. I was just thinking of that story. You know, a lot of times we hear that story from the perspective of David. But man, think about it from Mephibosheth's perspective. His whole life from a child has been disaster, has been trouble. And things start looking up. And the man that's given you favor has had to leave the country. And you are now in that uncertain place that those that should serve you are seeking to see you taken down. But Mephibosheth had a great attitude. I'm so glad to know the king is coming back. Come on, somebody. Jesus is coming back. Amen. And I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him. And I am going to live in hope of his coming, both in the second coming and I am looking for his coming. Amen. In this church. Amen. In Jesus' name, I am expecting the Lord to help us see uh, more people baptized than we've ever seen baptized before. Amen. Acres of diamonds. Brother Nate, you want to play it for me again? That's how I want to go out tonight. Can we just pray in Jesus' name? Meditate, listen, think about it. In Jesus' name. Mountains of gold, rivers of silver, and jewels untold. All these together couldn't buy you or me. Peace when 
How many of you thankful for the goodness of the Lord in your life? Amen. God, I love this line in the song, A Satisfied Mind. 